Welcome back, guys, to the Coins and Connections podcast. This is your girl, Sinquanta Cox-Smith, and we are going to continue to explore all things books, business, and bullshit. Let's get into today's episode. Hey y'all, what's up? Episode 15, we are here, we made it. Ooh, thank God we made it. So, if you're listening for the first time, I'm Cinquanta Cox-Smith. Go ahead and hit that subscribe button, uh, share this podcast, and please leave a review. I'm begging you, I'm begging you, I'm begging you. <laughs> Just, you know, do that for me. So this episode today is gonna be a little long. But I'm going to tell you that um, it's a lot of good information. Um, it's for people who love to listen to audiobooks and for people who don't know what an audiobook is. And it's also for the people who want to publish audiobooks. So we're going to go over all this. Get your pen and your paper and let's just dive right in, okay? So most people normally ask, what is a podcast? Or what is an audiobook? My answer would be a podcast is an entertainment channel or a personal radio station that you can subscribe to to hear documentaries, news topics, money uh, situations, finance, business, girl talk, and more. So an audiobook is an audio format of a paperback or ebook narrated by a professional or the author. So personally, I have been enjoying audiobooks for the past three years. And even more this past year, like 2018, I have dived into so many audiobooks, it makes no sense. Um, I've listened to Michelle Obama, Becoming, uh, Gabrielle Union's book, Kevin Hart's book, I've also listened to the Ethics series by Ashley Antoinette, and most recently I got into the McLean Brothers series by Alexandra House. So the first three books um, that I just talked about are by well-known names, and those books were narrated by the author. The other two series that I talked about, which are fiction, were narrated by professional narrators. So a lot of people do have mixed feelings about audiobooks and they say that they enjoy sitting down and reading. And there's nothing wrong with that. I like sitting down and reading too. Um, also, some books I have in all three formats, paperback, audiobook, and ebook. So they get all my money. <laughs> I have all of them, you know? But as of late, my preference has just been audio and it allows me to work while I... Um, listen to a book while I drive, clean, cook, and sometimes it's just like the soothing voice. And you know, well, hell shit, it, it helps me relax and fall asleep. Um, we all listen to things for different reasons, but to soothe my anxiety sometimes, just listening to a nice tone, whether it's an audiobook or a podcast, it really relaxes me. Um, I guess it's almost like people who like ASMR, how they say it soothes them. Well, listening to good audiobooks with good readers soothes me. You know, that's, it helps me. So uh, there are a few apps to listen to audiobooks. And the two that I enjoy the most are Audible, 
which is ran by Amazon, and Overdrive, which is a which basically is based on your local library for free downloading. So uh, you will go to the Overdrive app, or if you frequent your library a lot, they know exactly what you're talking about if you say Overdrive. And you can listen to the audiobook right from your phone, your iPad. And I'm not sure about desktop, but I'm sure there's some way that you can listen to the audiobook if you download it from Overdrive uh, on your computer. Uh, let's see. Audible, I know you can listen to possibly on your iPad and your phone. Not sure about how it may integrate with Kindle. But that's a good question. <laughs> so my question to you is, have you purchased an audiobook? And if not, the first three people to send me an email at hello at cinquanticocksmith.com with the subject audiobook promo, I'll send you a free promo code to download any book you want. Okay? So I'm giving it away. Giving you a free code so you can go ahead and download a book on audible and uh get your get your listen on uh so now that we have talked about what a audiobook is and how you can listen to one let's touch on how someone can get started with publishing their own audiobook so if you don't want to hear about how to publish an audiobook then um it's okay if you leave now I don't want you to. I mean, you should stay. But I'm just giving you a heads up. You never know what kind of information I'm going to give away in this podcast. So just stick around and see. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. So, who should publish an audiobook? This is where you get your pen and your paper out and you start taking your notes. So, anyone or someone who has previously published a book, someone who has a manuscript, or someone who has paid an individual to ghostwrite a manuscript. And when I say manuscript, it's just a book. Um, Basically, the interior, the chapters, the words on the page is a manuscript. Uh, a question that most people will ask is, do you need to have a book previously published? And the answer to that question is yes. So when we talk about audiobooks, some are, you know, strictly in this business to profit off of audiobooks, regular books, etc. And these people are not an actual writer or an they can't they don't really dub themselves as authors they are basically in the business to make a profit and that's exactly what works for them so they get other people to write the books they publish them and they do the marketing etc um they're kind of behind the scenes and and that's what they do they write to market and profit from a market who's hungry but um it must the book must have been an ebook or a paperback before you can actually 
publish an audiobook. So you can't just go say, oh, I'm going to make an audiobook. And especially if you're using ACX, and we'll talk about this a little bit more in a few seconds, but you can't just say, oh, I want to make this book an audiobook and then not have anything previously published. And this is basically only for this platform that I'm speaking with. Now, if you have a different platform that you use and they let you get away with that, fine, by all means use that. But for this um, topic, I'm talking basically on the basic, you know, fundamentals of Amazon, Audible, and ACX. So if you are an author, I would <laughs> advise you to monetize as much as possible, um, at least with an ebook or paperback or both. I mean, there's nothing like giving your readers options, having an ebook, a paperback, and an audiobook. Matter of fact, I have been screaming to the top of my lung since 2017 to everybody who would listen to publish a audiobook. Some people listen, some people don't, but that's not my business. I'm just going to, you know, mind my business, just give out advice and mind my business. So <laughs> if you need to publish your ebook or paperback, basically you would use the Amazon platform KDP. Um, and this is some for someone who has no clue about where to start. So if you have an idea and you want to pay somebody to write a book, you would first need to use KDP to publish the ebook or paperback. And then you would go to ACX to publish your audiobook. So once you are ready to really get started with your audiobook, you are going to use the platform ACX. And that stands for Audiobook Creation Exchange. And that's www.acx.com. So one of the most important things is to make sure that you own the rights to the book. So this is easy if you are a self-published author because you wrote it, it's your book, your words, and a lot of authors copyright their books. Some don't, that's again, I'm minding my business. <laughs> but if you have a publisher and make sure you just speak with them to make sure that you have the rights to create this book as an audio book. Because again, they may be the ones who want to foresee this process. Again, if you are having someone ghost write your book, make sure that you have the rights to the words that they have written. Make sure you have an agreement, licensing deal or something to make sure that you can do whatever with these words for profit up until a certain amount or just full rights to these words that they wrote. Um, and I'm not going to go into step-by-step -step process of how to publish the audiobook, but we are going to talk about some of the benefits and the tips that will make you successful when publishing an audiobook. So back to ACX, you know, once you create your account and claim your rights to your book, you are basically ready to search for a narrator or upload a finished audio. And when I say a finished audio, that means you've already went in the studio and you have the audio for your book, blase blase, or you know, you're looking for a narrator on the platform. So ACX uh, lets narrators find your book once you claim the rights and you put it, you can put it up and people can audition. Um, there's a process for that. Or you can search through, excuse me, the narrators that are already there and find one. You can message them, talk to them about price, rates, about a sample that they can send you if they have a website. Some of these people do this for a living. So they have like websites set up as narrators, etc. 
So the rates are really good. And a lot of this truly be, depends on your budget. So I've published three audiobooks and I found my narrators on ACX and I've paid no more than $150. I did do one royalty share and now I would advise against this and we'll uh, talk about this a little bit later as well. But when you are paying straight up, it's easier for you to get out of that contract if your narrator flakes and doesn't meet deadlines. So basically, if you are messaging that person and they're not messaging you, messaging you back or they did the sample or a few chapters and you're just not satisfied with it, it's easy for you to cut ties with them because you hold the power because you are paying them by the hour. Now, if you are in a royalty share, that means you both had agreed into a contract where money is involved and you would both have to email ACX to dissolve the contract. And this can be a little bit harder if you are already having issues contacting the narrator. So they can start responding and now you're kind of stuck with trying to dissolve a contract with somebody who stopped responding. And it's like ACX does not want to dissolve the contract if the other party has not sent that email. So that can be a situation that you get stuck in. So now you say, why should I pay the money? Because you control what you pay for the performance hours and it'll pay off in the long term way better than a royalty share, I'm telling you. Um, also, if you're looking to record or narrate your own books, ACS has like tips and specs that are outlined on the website for you. So, so if someone is looking to narrate, they can use GarageBand, uh, they can book some studio time, or they can set up shop in your home. And there are videos, tons of videos on YouTube University with lots of tips as well. Uh, and if your book is fiction, and I suggest you let someone narrate it, and that's just me. And if it's a self-help or a course and you want to narrate it, but... No one will be mad if you don't. <laughs> it's okay. Again, most of this is all up to you and this is mainly your preference. So I'm going to give you an example. Imagine doing a royalty share and your book is $14.95 and you sell over 500 copies. You would be splitting more than $150 that you could have paid up front. Like, wow. Mind blowing, right? Like, Royalty share is a long-term thing. I mean, like forever, you know, long time, long time. So would you rather be stuck splitting the profits of your best-selling book that's selling 500 plus copies every month with someone who narrated your book? Or would you rather pay once and enjoy all of your royalties from that book that's selling 500 times a month? Like, just think about it. In the long run, you come out so much better. And also, you don't have to share the bounties. Now you may ask, what is a bounty, Singwanta? What is a bounty? So bounties are like referral type coins, you know, that you get when a listener who has purchased your book, not somebody else's, your book for the first time as an audible listen. So that means they went to audible because they see that you have an audiobook. And they've never listened to one before. So because you told them, hey girl, yeah, hey guy, what's up friend? I published the audiobook. You should go download it. And they're like, what's audiobook? So you give them the spiel. And then they go on Audible. They create an account. And they purchase your book for the first time. First time using this site. You will get $50. 
So just think about that. You'll get $50 and then your book is already selling $500 a month. Just think about you get your whole family who've never heard of an audiobook to purchase your audiobook for the first time using this website. That's $50 from 10 people. Plus your book is already selling over $500. And guess who you don't have to share that with? The narrator, because you paid them out of pocket. You paid them $950 and now you got all your coins. So I say that's the way to go versus having to split that $50 that you just got from your 10 cousins and your book is selling 500 copies a month and you have to split that. So <laughs> are you guys still with me on this? You know, I, I hope you're taking notes because we're going to dive in a little bit deeper um, after this quick little break. So to give you an overview, we talked about who can publish a audiobook why you should publish an audiobook, royalty shares, um, paying up front. We talked about narrating the book yourself and finding narrators. So as we take a quick break, we'll be right back. All right, y'all. So I know that was a lot of information and we're almost to the end, but we have a few more things that we need to get out the way. So one of the things is making sure that your audiobook cover. Now this is like close to the end, your audiobook is done, et cetera, et cetera. You're going through the process. Make sure that your cover looks like your previously published cover. So like either your ebook or your paperback book, make sure that it's like a cohesive look. You don't want to change your entire cover and then people who are used to seeing your ebook now see a totally different cover and they're like, okay, that's not the same book. You don't want to confuse your audience like that by changing up like the look of your cover. Now, of course, the size will have to be different and it is important um, that you make sure you get the dimensions and they will give them to you. Um, so when you upload your your new cover for ACX, which is your audiobook, you can upload that on the dashboard along with other um, information that you need for your book. Make sure it's the correct, the correct size. And then again, like I said, make sure the look is cohesive. And it's just so important from a branding standpoint that everything looks good and, you know, aligned. Now, if you choose to do a different cover, don't get mad that people are not finding your book or they're not impressed by that new cover you decided to create that looks nothing like your previous book um because they're confused that was your your bad right <laughs> so again whatever you do please make sure you listen to your audiobook you listen to your audiobook line for line you listen to your audiobook while it's playing while you are following along either with your ebook or your paperback book. And I keep saying this because it's so important. This way you can catch any changes or, or mistakes that the narrator might have made before submitting your book for review to ACX because if they find no issues but you didn't listen to your book, while it's going through the quality check, your book will go from review to publish. Like if it doesn't have any sound issue and you didn't listen to it, your book go will go, it's like no in between. It will go straight from quality check to your book being live. And now you have a book full with errors because you didn't listen to your book. 
You trusted that the narrator did everything that they were supposed to. But because you didn't listen to your audiobook, now you're left with a shitty audiobook. So once it's published, I know for a fact that it is super hard to get changes made. Like, trust me. Trust me on this one. It's super hard. It's a pain. And also, you don't want a book where your narrator is mispronouncing your character's name or slang that they aren't familiar with. When sending your manuscript for um, an audition or sending the full manuscript to be published um, in audio, I like to include like a first page with tips, like a tip sheet. So what it will do is like I would write out how you pronounce character names. Like I would sound them out. I would make sure I'm available um, to quickly keep an open dialogue with my narrator for when they have questions. So we can email back and forth like, hey, I saw the uh, tip on this pronunciation. Can I send you audio real quick to still make sure that I'm pronouncing it right? Like stuff like that. You want to make sure that you can keep that open dialogue and they can receive answers quickly from you and then that they feel comfortable enough to constantly email you when something that they feel is not going right um so we are kind of coming to the end and um i know you're ready to get your audiobook published so once you get the audiobook published you'll get an email from acx to claim your 25 free audio codes and you can use these to give to your beta readers or listeners or your screen team and that way they can purchase and leave reviews for your audiobook on launch day which helps you with ranking visibility etc so also you can use them for promos and giveaways to like uh facebook groups or you know just different promo groups or on your personal face facebook page so um, I know it's a lot, but I think I've covered a lot of information in this episode and it's probably longer than normal, but someone needed these tips and just let me know if you guys want me to go more in depth on the process or possibly do a video tutorial of how to upload your book in the ACX back office and how I go about finding narrators, etc. I can whip that up for you. I actually already have it planned to do. But remember, again, my advice is not the end all be all. And as you learn to navigate most of these websites that I recommend or that I, you know, give advice on, you will continue to gain more understanding of how things work and you will form your own routine. So just use my tips as a starting point to get you moving in the right direction. And again, I hope you have great success in publishing your audiobook. And if you haven't yet, Go purchase and listen to a audiobook today. Thank you guys so much for listening and subscribing. Don't forget to share and leave a review for this podcast. If you have any questions, you can email me at hello at cinquantacocksmith.com. You can follow me on Instagram at cinquantacocksmith and at coinsandconnections.com. My websites are www.cinquantacocksmith.com and www.coinsandconnections.com. You can join my Facebook group at Books Plus Business with Cinquanta Cox Smith. I love you more than I love this podcast. Peace.